Yo, what up? What up? What up? It's me, Mike Wilson. And I'm here with I got a story to tell. Uh, first and foremost, let's let's jump into it. Um, before I go any further, I want to give a huge shout out to the guy who made this even a thing, who gave me the idea. Um, my brother, Ron G. He hit me up some years ago and pretty much gave me the idea. And was like, I think this would be dope. Um, and I was a little hesitant, like, I don't know, you know, I ain't sure. Um, and he even went as far as giving me the title of this. I got a story to tell. Um, so shout out to my boy Ron G for this, for the inspiration. I love you, boy. Um, and also quick shout out. Um, another inspiration for this was a podcast I was a big fan of that's no longer around. But when it was around, I was a faithful listener, uh, even seen it live, a live taping of it. Um, and it's um, Did You Miss Me? The Did You Miss Me podcast, which if anybody ever seen it, y'all know how funny it is. So shout out to those guys, um, D-Lay, Damn Fool and Billy Sorrells for the inspiration for this podcast. Um, real quick, just to let y'all know how shit is going to go. Um, first, if you don't like to hear the word nigga or shit or any of those other words this may not be the podcast for you and that's cool i get it um if you're fine with it then keep rocking um also each episode will be about mm, 15 20 minutes long each story is a true story very true and along the way you'll meet some people who can vouch for these stories because they play a part in it so it'll range from my brother kev uh my brother jimmy my brother dc um, a lot of people, man. So along the way, y'all will meet and hear about these people because they're my partners in crime. Uh, also, um, like I said, each story is true. Majority of them will be funny, funny stories. Um, I will have a couple episodes that are a little serious. Um, I'm trying not to get too serious on shit. Um, but even in the serious ones, I can, you know, find some comedy or whatever. So with that being said... Let's hop into the first episode of I Got a Story to Tell. Let's go. Yo, what up? What up? So, this story takes place. Uh, around the fall of 2004 at the time I'm living in Tampa Florida uh, my brother and I my brother kid so it's a Friday so last minute my brother's like hey you want to fly up to DC and watch the game so the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing the then Washington Redskins now they're known as the um, Washington football team so this Friday, I'm like, cool, let's do it. So me, him, and our boy Big L. Shout out Big L. Lamont, what's going on? Shot Town's on. So we fly up to DC. Get to DC, get a car service, check into the Mandarin. I believe that's on M Street. I believe that's M Street. The Mandarin Hotel on M Street. So we chilling for a while. So my brother's like, hey. We're going to step out tonight. So back then, early 2000s, there was a club in D.C. called Dream that everybody went to. And Dream, like it had like 
the four floors and each level was like different music or whatever. So my brother's like, you know, I ain't really feeling dream. Let's go to H2O. Now H2O was popping at the time too in DC. So he calls a promoter, talks to the promoter. She's like, yeah, I can accommodate, you know, what you need. So he's like, you know, we need a table, whatever. Cool. So we get over to H2O. We hop out the car, walking up to the door. Of course, we like shit. You know, money has been paid. Big money has been dropped on this on this booth, on this section. So shit, ain't no waiting in line. So we get to the door. They not letting nobody in. I don't know what the fuck they are. So everybody getting agitated. Couple cats standing behind me, my brother Kevin, Big Ill. You know, they, they talking shit. You know, they angry or whatever, whatever. And like the nigga bumpers. So my boy Big L, now mind you, Big L's a, a large human being. Big L's about, at the time, Big L's probably about 6'5", a touch over 300, right? And once he turns around, them niggas ain't want no smoke, right? So it's cool, whatever. We have, you know, situation avoided. Then the, uh, the promoter, she comes to the door. She walks us to our section. We in there, we chilling. They finally start letting a whole bunch of people in. So it's a cool night. It's all right. You know, when I go in the spot, I'm really checking out, you know, the vibe and checking the temperature. So we, um, we chilling. My brother, um, his drink at the time is Captain and Coke, Captain Morgan's and Coke. So, um, he orders like a couple bottles of Captain and... Um, he ordered some bottles of Chris because, of course, Chris is the shit at the time. Chris was the shit. So that was the way you, you know, you fronted a little bit, you know. And so he don't drink the shit, you know. So we ended up having a couple young ladies come to the, the section with us. So they drinking or whatever. Now, again, this is 2004. is fall 2004. Again, football season's just starting. And actually, it's probably week two, I believe, one or two, whatever, of the season. So, you know, it's early September. Biggest song in the world at this time is Lean Back by Fat Joe. I mean, this shit, you can't go nowhere without hearing Lean Back. So, we chilling. Who walks in? Fat Joe and all them niggas from Terror Squad. They walk in the club H2O. They put them in the booth right next to ours. Of course, you know... You know how I be when the cl in the club, you know, cats looking at each other, you know, eye fighting this nigga say. So Fat Joe looking over, you know, I'm looking at my brother, he looking over. But you know, ain't nothing, nothing gonna pop off. Fat Joe got, you know, he got some goons with him. So it is what it is. Night going on is popping. Joe, Fat Joe, he's ordering all these bottles of Chris, right? Again, he's Fat Joe. Biggest song in the world. What does my brother do? Oh, nah, this nigga ain't finna flex on me. So my brother's buying all these bottles of Chris. And, like, I I'm not sure if y'all have ever heard the term bottle wars, right? So it's like bottle wars in that bitch. Even though we're not drinking it, you want to show, like, hey, I can afford this shit too. So, you know, all these bottles over here, all these bottles over there. Niggas start getting super faded, right? 
Niggas start getting super drunk. Fat Joe looks over at my brother, and I guess they make eye contact or whatever. And he like, "What's up, nigga?" My brother like, "What's up, nigga?" And it was almost like that. I see you, nigga. I see you. And it was love after that. Rest of the night is fantastic. We kicking it, having a great time. We get so faded. We stumble up out of there, get in the car service, go back to the hotel. So we get out the car, walking through the lobby. All of a sudden, fucking Emmanuel Lewis is walking towards us. Now, I think I'm so faded. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm thinking I'm so drunk that I'm seeing shit. But, you know, I'm like, holy shit, that's the Webster nigga. So this nigga has on some high water gaucho like uh, what's them shit like khakis. And I'm thinking to myself again, I'm drunk. I'm like, how the fuck? How the fuck you got on high waters? Like. You could have bought some regular little kid pants and them shits fit. But the nigga had on some high water gauchos, some like Eastlands. Y'all remember old school Eastlands? Nigga had on some thick ass white socks and like a button down with like a leather. I don't even know. Maybe. a. Do y'all remember members only jackets? The nigga had on like a leather members only. And the nigga was solo and cats was clowning him. I mean, I felt bad for him after a while, but they walking by like, what's up, little nigga? Like, it is getting disrespectful. But anyway, go to my room. Mind you, we come in the room. It's about six o'clock. We're supposed to be going to the game the next morning. Everybody know on the East Coast, uh, NFL games on Sunday, usually the early game starts at one. We walking in the hotels about six. We oversleep. We hungover. We not going to that shit. So we end up not going to the game. So around checkout, we all meet downstairs in the lobby. My brother has the bright idea instead of flying back to Tampa. Hey, let's go to New York. Now, me and my brother spent a lot of time in New York City in the early 2000s. If it was popping in NY, we was there. Whether it was Lotus on a Sunday night, uh, shit, Strata, Bowery Bar, um, any of them. If it rumor. If you if it was popping in New York City, in Manhattan, we were there. We was going right. We was flying up. We was going fashion week, all that shit. Right. So my brother has a bright idea. Let's drive up to NY. Like, nigga, drive. Yeah, let's drive. I'm like, oh, fuck it. All right. So rent a car. Big L's like, cool. Fuck it. I drive. So we're driving. We get to NY. It's later that evening. We check into, we're staying at the W in Times Square. No, no, no. I take that back. We stayed at the Double Tree. The, the W is like kind of catty corner around the corner from the Double Tree in Times Square because they got two W's in NY. But anyway, we're staying at the Double Tree, the one in Times Square right next to the McDonald's across from the ticket office. So we're in the room, we're chilling for a minute. We had went hard the night before, so my brother's like, let's step out. And I really got to get this shit some thought at this point. I'm like, I don't know. But fuck it. Let's do it. So of all the spots that we were regulars at going in NY, my brother's like, let's go to some other shit. 
Okay, cool. Let's do it. So we find this shit wasn't a bar and it wasn't a club. It wasn't a lounge. Like it was it was a mixture of all three. So we get there. Um, we talked to the manager. We asked the manager, like, hey, can we have like a booth, like a section? He obliges, like, all right, cool. So we sitting in the, the, the section. My brother orders like two uh, bottles of Captain Morton. Captain and Coke again, that's his drink. So the cups they give us, the glasses, they're not that big. So I drink one. My brother, I think, has about one and a half, maybe two. These two older women walk in to the spot. The one, she comes and sit down, sits down next to me. And I want to be like, what the fuck are you doing? But I'm like, fuck it. You know, I ain't going to be an asshole. So she's talking to me. The other one's talking to my brother. And they're telling us, you know, I think they said they're in town for work or conference or some shit. Right. Again, I had one drink. My brother had one and a half, maybe two. Few minutes pass. Again, we've been talking. At this point, I'm sitting with my ass on the back of the, the, the booth and my feet are in the cushions. And I just start sweating profusely, right? I mean, nigga, like sweating, sweating, like on some like Charles Oakley type shit, right? Like I'm greasy sweaty, like I got a jerry curl. And I can't figure it out, but I'm trying to be on my cool shit, right? Because I don't want to look out of place and look like, you know, like some goofball as she's having this conversation with me. So I'm like, shit. And I had a I had a hat on that night. And I remember lifting up like the brim of my hat and like wiping my <laughs> wiping my uh, my head with my hand. I look over at my brother. And at this point, this nigga's eyes are low, like his eyes low. Like, my brother doesn't smoke marijuana, none of that shit, right? But this nigga eyes look like he didn't hit 12 pounds of Reggie. So I'm like, damn, what's going on here? Fucking next thing I know, I'm waking up, laying across the foot of my hotel bed in my room. Now, from the club type spot we were at to the, to the hotel was about... 10 to 12 blocks I don't remember walking to the motherfucker so I'm like how how did I get here but I wake up I have the worst headache in the world like my shit's pounding I'm fully clothed so I wore um I had I wore to the to the spot jeans air force ones a button down a blazer and I had a hat I wake up, I have all my shit on. Still, no shoes taken off, no sock, no nothing. All my shit is on. And I'm really thinking back, like I'm trying to replay the night. And I'm confused because last thing I really remember was I remember being, like I said, sweaty, faded. And I remember looking down at the, the woman sitting next to me. I remember looking down at her chest. And like, I was like, to myself, and I ain't say it out loud, but to myself, I'm like, Damn, she got some long titties. Like, them shits look like long, long. Like, long. Like, long, like, like a Monday at a job you hate. Long. So I'm like, damn. And then I remember looking over at my brother, and it looks like he it looked like he was talking and moving in slow motion. 
So that's what I'm, that was the last thing I remember. So anyway, I start calling my brother. Like I pick up my phone, I call my brother in his room. He finally answers. I'm like, and the first thing I say, I say, nigga, you straight? He was like, nah. And I was like, me either. I was like, dude, what the fuck happened? You know, all this shit. We can't, we trying to put two and two together and that shit ain't giving us four. That shit giving us 12. So we like, damn, what's going on? So I get up. I go stand in the cold shower. That shit ain't helping. I get out the shower. Nigga, my shit still, I'm still sweating, you know, like I got a jerry curl. You remember how old school nigga shit used to be wet, like shit coming down their face? Like my shit's like that. And I'm sitting here and I got the AC full blast in the room and I cannot figure this shit out. So I'm still out of it pretty much though. So my brother's like, hey, we got to get some medicine, some, some Tylenol, something. So he was like, meet me in the lobby. We're going to walk down to Dwayne Reed. So for those not familiar, Dwayne Reed is like a drugstore in New York City, kind of like a, a in the same vein as like a Walgreens, but it's Dwayne Reed. So he was like, we got to go to Dwayne Reed. I'm so fucked up still and out of it. I put on a wife beater, you know, like a muscle shirt, right? I put that on. I put the suit coat, the blazer I had on the night before. I put that on top of it. Button that bitch. Now, but mind you, my 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 uh the top of the the jacket is open so you can see my chest fur like i got the chest meat busting out right i put some jeans on and i had some green leather birkenstocks i love them shoes and i end up leaving my shit in philly sometime after that um but that's another day so i have on a fucking muscle shirt under a tweed wool blazer Oh, and I had on these big ass sunglasses. I had these big sunglasses that I put on and I'm looking crazy as shit. I meet my brother downstairs. He's looking crazy. We start walking down to, down to uh, Dwayne Reed. Niggas are looking at me like, oh, my man. Like they looking at me like I'm a J. Like I'm a fucking like a dope head, like a dope thing. Like and one one, I'll never forget this one woman. I think we were passing, we were passing 42nd Street and 8th Avenue. And the lady, <laughs> the lady looked at me and hit me with the, mm, mm, mm. And I remember being so embarrassed, like, damn, she think I'm a full crackhead probably. Like I'm on that shit. Man, we could not figure that shit out, man. Um, so needless to say, you know, they hit us with the Bill Cosby, um, but they ain't rob us or nothing. You know, they ain't take anything. We woke up with shit, everything. Nothing was out of place. Nothing was out of sort. Um, so it was just weird, man. They hit us with the Bill Cosby. And it, 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 I was fucked up, man. That was, well, I take that back. I was about to say that was the only time I feel like I was ever slipped something. That was another time down on South Beach in Miami. Um, and Jimmy, my boy Jimmy, my brother Jimmy in D.C., and Kev, they were there. Well, Kev wasn't there, but Jimmy and DC was there. But that's a whole nother episode that we're going to talk about. Um, but yeah, so that's what happened, man. They hit us with the Bill Cosby and we ain't even know it. I'm out. <laughs>